This is the place to play with the most powerful principles of manifestation in the quantum field on a daily basis. This is Sanctuary of She, Soul, Human, Energy, and I'm your host, Katie Blair. We're a podcast, an app, and a community where women meet the version of themselves they came here to be and build the lives they came here to live. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to your sanctuary. I have a treat for you today. A few weeks ago, I was interviewed by Allie Hadley. She is a microdosing mentor who I have quite a history with through friendship, through working together for over a decade. And she's built this beautiful community and guides people through microdosing. Um, Check her out, Allie Hadley. I'll link her in the show notes. But a few weeks ago, she had me as a guest speaker in her community. And the interview that she guided me through within this uh, session was so beautiful that we were talking about it after and I asked her if I could share the audio as a podcast episode here with you and she said yes of course so today we're gonna get to listen to that audio Um, I wanted to share it here because she brought in so many different avenues of this work and brought it together in such a beautiful, cohesive conversation that I know will be really, really activating for you. So she brought in uh, energetics at the foundational level, how to work with it, really how to kind of go around and conquer some of these big mental blockages so that we can get to the other side and really step into who we are as a conscious creator of our lives. Uh, She also brought in relating energetics to the foundations of plant medicines and really, you know, because being a microdose mentor herself, like what are the energetics of working with the plant medicine realms and working in the energetic realms and kind of bridging those two together. Um, We talked about really kind of where to start when it comes to embedding these kind of habits into your life where to start if you're somebody who even meditation is super new for you or you're kind of you're just in this place where you're you're wanting to explore yourself as a conscious creator yet it's a bit of a foreign concept or if it's not a foreign concept how to take all these pieces and really bring it to that next level by having that very very well-rounded knowledge at the forefront of what you're doing in every moment and why it's so important so nestle in if you are someone who's new to my community this is also a perfect place to start because i kind of share some details of my story that i haven't talked about in a really long time so this is going to be a really exciting interview to share with you here we go all right Welcome everyone to this month's guest speaker. We have the one and only Katie Blair with us. Hey, Katie. Hello. (laughs) So I've discovered that a really fun part of these guest speaker calls, and I've heard this because of feedback from our previous guest speakers, is um, they don't love to give me their version of an introduction. They really appreciate the introduction I tend to give them um, because it's like this really cool reflection of how do I show up in the world. 
So I'm going to shoot out my version of kind of like how I see you moving through this world and also your, our relationship. And then from there, pretty much uh, you're going to take the stage. My version of uh, Ali spin on how Katie shows up in the world is, uh, well, I actually have known Katie for about I don't, I've known her since high school, really long time. Um, like, what was that? 11 years ago? Years ago, Yeah. Over well, a decade. Probably longer, 14 years yeah. ago. Um, and we were very different people then, which is amazing. We love those versions of ourselves, but Katie and I really reconnected and, and started a friendship and also this mentorship where she was my first business coach. And it was in this container called the full-time purpose portal. Um, which really is not what you're doing today. I feel so much of the spirit from that container in what you do today. It clearly was a building block, but then you just kind of took that as this um, kind of where you started, I guess, was like through yoga, through the business coaching and traveling all over the world. And now you have this, these past two years have just launched this whole new level when it comes to teaching people how to live a life that is in full alignment with their truth. And she's been doing that through an incredible podcast that is called The Sanctuary of She. I've been sharing it in here in a couple episodes in the community just to say, hey, one, you should listen to this. Your life will be better because of it. But two, this is the speaker we have coming in. Um, and you also have the sanctuary of she, which is a container for um, women who want to pretty much they utilize the magic of ceremony to manifest whatever it is they desire in this world and to create the re a reality that they they feel in alignment with. So that is my version of how Katie shows up in this world. But now I'm going to give you, Katie, the floor. And why don't you just go ahead and give us a brief overview of, of your story and how you arrived to this place where you're teaching us all how to create a reality that we love. So there we go. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Oh, that just, yeah, you're so sweet. I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy to meet you guys. Um, I really wanted to come in here and chat because geeking out on how to really become the creator of your reality is what I live for. I boil everything down to energetics and alignment and I just find it fascinating. And every single day of my human experience in every moment I'm studying it. And I love just putting all the pieces together and having conversations about it and ultimately coming to this place where I've built this container to do it next to women. And I think I would say kind of the journey of getting here, I just, I guess it starts kind of uh, like 2012-ish. I was introduced to The Secret. Do any of you know that book or documentary? Yes, the classic Law of Attraction Bible. Um, it's like an hour-long documentary. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It changed my whole world. It basically boils down the law of attraction. Who's familiar with the law of attraction? Just by yes, 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 yes. Okay, beautiful. Okay, so we have this basic understanding. Basically says thoughts create things. And at that time in my life, it was such a foreign concept to me. I didn't really understand it, but I was like, okay, I 
was kind of at this really, really low place in my life. So I decided to make my first vision board and not really thinking anything of it. I made this big vision board. It was in my room at university and life took off shortly after that on this wild adventure around the world. And I looked back at my vision board a couple of years later, and I realized that if I drew a circle on the vision board, it was the exact journey that my life had taken after I had made it. And I was like, wow, there is something here. At one point, I claimed with desire that I wanted these things that at the time felt so far-fetched, out of reach, never could happen, but it made me feel good. So I put it on the board. And sure enough, one by one, life brought them to me. So with that knowledge, I started kind of refining my approach and really just studying it at deeper and deeper levels. Like Ali said, I eventually stepped into business coaching because I was really, really uh, in awe of the idea of purpose and mission. And I knew how to do the logistical things to build a business, but I also loved the, the energetics underneath of not just purpose, but what it means to align with the version of you that's every day walking as her highest self in her highest potential, because in my opinion, that is what purpose is. And so it kind of became this beautiful morphing of the two. And then at the end of 2020, I had this realization where kind of the more on paper logistical sides of business, I wasn't really meant to take any further. And so I, at that time, started really going into the energetics piece. I actually took about a full year, year and a half off out of everything to really come home to myself and listen with to what all of that was saying to me and what all of that meant. And Sanctuary of She is what was birthed out of that. Now we've it's been open for just about a year and I have the podcast and yeah, like I said at the beginning, this is just what I love is really what it means to align to your highest self and create the life of your wildest dreams, because whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And we have so much potentiality at our fingers every single day. And I love being the mirror for people that helps them see at any moment they get to decide who they want to be, what they want to have, what they want to do with their entire life. Mm, yes. Oh, man. First of all, what an incredible journey that you've been on. And I feel like you really, I know you for time, you were so conscious, really underplayed the magic that you are creating right now in this world. I mean, you guys, if, if, if you um, have social media or listen to podcasts or anything like that, you just got to follow what Katie's doing right now, because the things that are coming alive for you. And literally right before we hopped on this call, we were even talking about, do you feel like life is just like really, uh, what do we even say? Like just so many things are circulating and happening and moving so quickly. And I feel like when I see you, you went from this year and a half of being in a, like kind of a, uh, not, I want to call it a spiritual slumber, but like a hibernation, you were hibernating. And then this past year and a half, just absolutely coming out of that hibernation and, um, just taking life by the reins and stepping into it in a way that I have never seen you step into it before. I feel like 
when this is kind of a question I'd love to hear your thoughts on is your ability to be taking radical action and radical action supported by consistency. Um, one thing I know that you've been doing since you started the podcast is you release an episode once a week, no matter what. And that love there, that's one example of a way that I know that you've been starting to show up in your life with so much consistency and you take action and you don't just go out there and shout from the rooftops, I'm going to do this and then try it for a month and then stop. Cause so I think that's where a lot of people, their roadblock is they get really excited about something they start and then they can't stay consistent with it, which you can talk about why consistency is so important. Um, but that's just a big shift I've seen you make this last year is be just being able to continuously show up for what it is that you desire. And so I'd love to hear you just talk about just anything that comes alive when it comes to taking action. Like how do we take these thoughts and put them into the 3D realm? And how do we do that consistently? Yeah. So here's the thing. For so many of us, when we are at where we're at right now, we're going to call it point A. And we want to get to point B over here. We create this narrative in our head that kind of says, okay, well, if I'm here and I want to be here. Here's a list of the things that I need to do in order to be this person. And we try to do it overnight. This is like a New Year's resolution. And the thing is, is that as much as we can want that with our conscious thought, it's our subconscious that actually controls 95% of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. And so our conscious brain, that 5% can say, okay, yes, let's do it. But that's why we can only hold it for a couple days and most usually a week or two. This is why everyone's at the gym first thing in January and then slowly it goes back to normal. It's because this is what we do. And this was my problem that I struggled with for so, so, so long. Cause it was like, I know I have it in me to do these things. Like some of these things are so simple, like so simple, like maybe like flossing my teeth at night. I was like, why can I never do this for more than a couple days at a time? All the way to huge things. I was like, I want to be this person. I want to be the bee. I don't want to hold her up on a pedestal anymore because right now is awesome. I just want to figure out how to get to that point. And I realized that instead of trying to be at A and get to B overnight, the grounded approach to really making this work is to root yourself in A at such a grounded level and every day start to build your energy from that place. And then naturally, as that grows, it holds B and then it holds C and then it holds D and so on. But you can actually hold it because it's not something that you're trying to be. It's because it's actually who you are and you've built that within yourself. So it's not built on sand that could cave at any moment because you're like, okay, I'm doing it, but I also like I'm running on ice. Maybe the ice is going to break. You are walking on solid ground because you are developing these things. And so when it comes to consistency and when it comes to action, for me, it was really about figuring out, okay, if I'm at A and I can be at peace with the fact that my A is here and I can know that I want to get to B, then what is something this week I can practice holding that I can commit to one piece at a time? And what happens with one piece at a time is 
you take it, you've got to hold it with your conscious thought for a while, and then it's going to plug into the subconscious and become part of your natural programming, your natural autopilot. And one by one, you instill these things, but you're gaining the momentum with each step. You're not trying to do too much too fast. So it's like the classic story of the tortoise and the hare. You know, it's a slower approach. And in today's world and society, it's such a fast paced, I want it now that it can be rough. But the thing is, is that days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years like that. And if I firmly believe we have the ability to move from this place, consistency over perfection, no need to be perfect. In fact, it's almost better when we mess up sometimes. The, per the point is that we keep going no matter what. But consistency over perfection, we start to compound what we can hold. We start to compound. Every day compounds on itself. Every week compounds on itself. Every year compounds on itself. And when you start living like this, you get to be faster than you could think. And then the time that it takes to get to see is even shorter than that. So it's like this, this way of life that you commit to that really is in alignment, but that allows your ability to just hold one thing at a time, day by day, week by week, month by month, knowing that you're going to get there and then you're going to get so much farther. Can you guys hear me? I see my video lagging. You can hear me? Okay. As long as you can hear me. Um, yes. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. No, that um, something that came out of what you were just finishing there, that this something that I've I've kind of shared to myself, I remind myself all the time is single task minded over multitask minded. Mm -hmm. And how and my video is lagging a little bit too. Am I okay? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, great. Um, but this concept, yes, being single task-minded, where I'm just, you, it's, we're going to be so much more effective when it comes to embodying our highest self, when we focus on one thing at a time and get just grounded as heck in whatever that thing is. Like, I'm so rooted. I feel so confident that this is now shifting from my conscious attention into my autonomic behaviors or automatic behaviors. Um, and something that kind of also got inspired from what you just shared that I'd love to hear your opinion on is how do you go from, I know I need to change something or I, like an example would be, I know I'm really smart yet. I don't feel like I'm very smart to, I believe in my bones that I am highly intelligent. So how do you shift from this place of like, okay, yeah, Katie, I know that I'm worth more than my current life. Like I know I am destined to be, I don't know, speaking to thousands of people and hosting retreats all over the world and doing all these things. Yet there's this part of me, there's this little voice that's, that's doubt, that's full of doubt and full of fear. And it's just like, I know I can do these things. But I don't necessarily believe it in my bones that this yeah. can be my truth. How do we make that shift of like dropping out of here down into here? Yes, this was a huge game changer for me. And this is why things like 
affirmations were always difficult for me because it's hard to repeat something to yourself or get into the energy of something when you don't actually believe it. Instead, it actually feels heavy because you feel the lack of it or it feels so far away that it's kind of like this mental game that you don't even like playing and that defeats the entire purpose. We have to be in the place of desire. We want to start to magnetize and attract at the level that we actually wish. So the game changer for me when it comes to this piece was context and realizing that you, we have to make our context bigger to get over this piece. So let me give you an example. Uh, if you say, all right, I really want, I, lo I love using this, like say you were looking for your life partner. I really wanna meet my soulmate. That's like your top goal in life right now. I really wanna meet my soulmate. But you want, you want it soon. So you're like, I wanna meet my soulmate this year. Okay, universe, this year, let's meet my soulmate. But every passing day, because you've put that time expectation in there, every passing day, what you are seeing, what you're feeling is this intention or desire bouncing off of a context that is confined because January passes and then February passes and then March passes. And instead of being like, oh my God, I can't wait for my soulmate, your mind is going, oh, is it gonna happen? Oh my gosh, another month passed. Oh, we're already a quarter of the way through the year. It's already halfway through the year. Like we are looking at the absence of it. We are doubting it. This means we can do this with things in a single day, in a week, in a month, in a year, even in a decade sometimes. And it is this confinement of a context that is too small that keeps us in our energy in this place of doubt. So the way around this is you expand the context because do you also believe it to be true that in this lifetime, you are gonna meet the love of your life and have the greatest love story that you could ever possibly imagine? Oh, well, yeah. So if you believe in this lifetime that you get to have that and experience that, but your the context is so big for that, then it makes today feel like that's just an exciting thought that gets to happen. Not necessarily as much of the doubt or the absence of it, because you get to say, of course it's coming. Of course, and it's gonna show up right on time. And it's going to be everything I desire. And in the meantime, I get to live in full presence and gratitude for this time with myself and get the things done that I want to get done with myself so that when it shows up, I get to live it out. So whether it be money, career, success, love, travels, whatever it is that you are, health, body things, like whatever it is that you're calling in right now, it's just always asking yourself and maybe even taking it to your journal if you need to. Okay, I know this is one of my desires and I know it's a desire it's coming from that deep, pure place, not a pressure or a need or a should, it's a desire. And I'm filled with all this doubt around it. So what do I need to do to expand my context of this thing so that I can get behind not only the belief, but the excitement for it? And that's the sweet spot for energy to kick in and start to really help you out. And when you can stay there, that's when it will actually come faster. It's in the staying in the 
other part where you're in the doubt that it's resisting. So it all helps, but it's a surrender. It's an act of trust. Like this path of working with energy at the end of the day is such an act of trust. But if you can get there, then the right now becomes so much more magical. And right now is the portal to everything that you want because you can't, if you can't feel it now, you can't access it there. So you've got to open it up here to pull it in and then there. So you got to feel it to believe it. To be able to have that full body, embody, like knowing that getting that excitement behind it and that excitement can come when you shift that context. Yeah. That, that's really interesting. You said something, um, and I remember you shared it in one of your episodes recently that just hit me like a ton of bricks, which was how when we desire something so deeply and we want it for so long, it can get heavy holding it. And when we're in that context, when it gets heavy is focusing on the absence of how it's not here. And that can become a burden that's tough to carry. And so right now, just I'm personally reflecting on certain areas of my life. I'm like, is there anything that's feeling heavy when it comes to what I desire? And how can I flip the context of that so I can get excited now, embody the feeling that I think that's going to come when that comes, right? Like I have this desire. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but let's say there's something with money out there, right? A desire of financial abundance. And when I get that much money, I'm going to be so happy. But that financial abundance isn't going to come with the feeling um, unless I find a way to get, like, unless I find a way to embody that happiness now, which the reality is. Yeah. To be to be happy, there's reasons to be to hold joy and bliss everywhere in every single moment. Yeah, because the thing is, is that when we have a desire that we want that we place for a future for a future version of us, mm-hmm. then we're withholding and we're missing what's happening right in front of us, which is literally the gateway to collapse time and get to where you want. So you've got to be with it in the now. And so speaking to like the money example, I see this so much and I used to be around this so much. It's like the person who's like, okay, I want to make X amount of money this month. It's not that it's not doable, but if that is your context, then every passing day, you are noticing that the money is not there and you are not in the correct energetic space. So you can wake up and you can be like, okay, let's get into the energy of feeling this today you can't actually access that because your context is this big but if we bring it out here will I have will I be at a point one day where I'm making that amount of money in a month yes what will that feel like then you can actually have a very clean access to the energy and the feeling underneath that and that's what you need to be in while simultaneously extracting the pieces of that because it's not actually ever the money it's how you're feeling underneath that And so then you say, okay, what are the feelings underneath that? And how do I already have that right now? And how can I become so present in the beauty of that and maintain that state while living intentionality every day as I'm expanding my energy? And before you know it, you're at B and then you're at C. Right on and you're like killing two birds with one stone when you go that path 
right? Not only am I lifting the burden and the heaviness that I'm experiencing of focusing on the lack in the now, but what it is that I desire is actually going to be coming my way. Because yeah, that example that you just set really, really resonates to the point where I just, I've personally just like, let go of the financial goals, man. And just like, live in the, live in the now, live in that energetic state that it is that you desire so badly. Cause it can, it can, it can be here at any single moment. We just have to be open to it and, you know, trust that the finances are making their way to you. Um, but I actually feel like that, that what you just shared is actually a whole nother layer of what it is that I've been doing. Cause I've almost been letting go completely of the financial goal because of missing it so many times and just feeling like, well, I might as well just not focus on it because that's not working. And it's not that you can't focus on it. You just can't focus on the lack of not having it in that very moment. Or the timing in which it needs to come in. Yeah. The most magnetic energies and emotions, in my opinion, in the human experience are awe and wonder. Because when we're in those emotions, We are living in the mystery of it all, but excited at that, not in fear of it, excited about it. And this is such a sweet spot because what you do when you're living each day like this is you're actually living your life for for your life. Like at the end of the day, yes, when you get those things, it's going to be amazing, but don't miss your life from now until then. In the meantime, Mm -hmm. I used to do this. I was so focused on where I was going for years that I was forfeiting like exactly where I was at. And when we look back at the end on all of this, like none of that is gonna matter. Sure, we'll celebrate the accomplishments, but it's like, how did I live in the simplicity, in the day-to-day? Like the things that bring me the greatest joy on a daily basis is walking my dog and the way the sunlight hits his fur and knowing nothing's permanent, you know, and just like, how beautiful is it that on this day, I get to be with my puppy and love him up, you know, it's the way that like, I wake up and I look at my partner in the morning, and he's just like, slow, like the way his eyes slowly open, you know, like the tiniest little things of awe and wonder and just remembering why we're here. This whole, this life is the gift, not just the things that we get in the meantime. The life is the gift. So we have to create a way to every single day, which probably goes so in alignment with what you guys are doing with microdosing and using this medicine to access these things. It's like, we can't miss the point of what we're here for in the meantime. And when we can, that's why being a conscious creator is so much fun. That's why I live for this, why I geek out on it constantly. Because when we are in conscious creator mode, We are actually present in the beauty of what is, excited for what's coming, enjoying every step of the journey, instead of just being in this autopilot, focused on a future version, missing the now, it's so much more fun. It takes a lot more intention, takes a lot more risk, takes a lot more trust and faith and commitment and discipline, but so much more fun. Mm. Ain't that the truth right there? And if fun, play, that is a part of our purpose. And especially as we grow up into adults, we completely lose track of that, thinking life needs to be, even I see this a lot, a lot of people come into this journey to heal. 
and thinking that healing is needs to be so serious. I need to be so focused and I need to do, I need to like do my journaling and I need to do my walks and I need to sit in meditation, sit in silence and, and take it so seriously. But there's actually so much of the healing can come in play because play is a part. The reason play brings us, you feel joy. It's a sign that it's a part of your purpose, essentially like deep levels of like that joy, that awe and wonder. If you feel awe and wonder, that is a sign that it is a part of your purpose. And so I'm so, so grateful that you brought that up because I think those of us who work with plant medicines, myself, I will say I'm guilty of this. Like I've sometimes taken the journey too seriously and forgetting that part of the integration of what it is that you're experiencing, whether you're microdosing or taking a really big dose of a plant medicine is, um, is finding that awe and wonder in the smallest of moments. And you, and you highlighted this, it requires, so it does, it, it requires more intention. It requires a little bit of risk. It requires, or a lot of it sometimes trust and surrender. And, um, yeah, I actually would love, and I didn't tell anyone that we were going to go here, but I did tell you ahead of time, I, by ahead of time, like two hours ago, but Katie has worked with plant medicines before in a variety of facets. And I'd love to hear just how your plant medicines, do you feel medicine experiences have been a part of shaping how you're showing up today? And I don't know what you've done recently, but I know some of the bigger journeys that you've talked about. It's been a while since, you know, sitting with grandmother and, and whatnot. And do you feel like those are kind of infused in how you're showing up today because yeah I'll explain why I asked that later but I'll leave it there of course I'm sure just like each of you it's like they open up new trains of thought they show you they show you the most magical things they bring you to the like most open-hearted ecstatic places in your being so it shows you that what you know to be true in this just 3d and what we're our society stands for isn't all there is they bring you the, that those emotions of awe and wonder that's directly where I go when I'm working with plant medicines and so yeah oh my gosh yeah just like all of you they've been so crucial on my path and so beautiful as well and um yeah yeah absolutely yeah no I ask I ask that because um I think a lot of people when it comes to to sitting with plant medicine and is thinking in an, even in this container like it's like the microdose the microdose is going to show me the way it's going to tell me what I need to do and People think that the 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 mushroom is gonna change them, or that the ayahuasca is going to change me. And I heard this quote this morning from a teacher of mine that said, you know, people go and sit in ceremony and say, "Oh, that was like seven years worth of therapy in just five hours." It's like, yes, that is true. Or like, or when you're microdosing, you have this really profound insight that just like captures yeah more than what eight years of therapy have done for you but what hasn't changed is 
your sober life, when you're not in that state with the plant medicine, how are you integrating this journey? Because your life didn't shift by, your life didn't have seven years of therapy. Your life is exactly the same as 48 hours ago prior to sitting with that medicine. And I think, and I don't know if you've even thought about this, but like, I've been thinking about it a lot as I've been part of your community, the sanctuary of she, as like this, this is integration. This is learning how to bring the sacred into your life. This is learning how to bring ceremony into your life. And I'd love to take that segue with you of the power of bringing ceremony to life. Cause I mean, I see that as so much of the sanctuary if she is learning how to bring that like sacred intention. And yeah. so. so I think that one of the reasons, so plant medicines bring us these huge experiences on a much quicker route. But, and also I think people have such wildly beautiful experiences with them is because we overall as a society simply don't take the time to be in silence with ourselves with no distractions for long periods of time in general <laughs> and so we can get to this place where you know it's it's like oh my gosh the plant medicines and yes and also this is what happens when we sit with ourselves I did a Vipassana meditation, if any of you guys are familiar with that, in India. It's 10 days of silent meditation. And I went farther than I did in ayahuasca in that, just by sitting with myself in meditation for extended periods of time. And so each of these pieces just kind of started coming in. And I realized I was always creating this habit of when I was really needing to check in or I was desiring a spiritual experience or I was desiring clarity or an upgrade or how to make a decision about something or where to go in my life next, I would always come and sit with myself and I would turn off all distractions and maybe play like a little bit of music, light some incense. And this way of being in ceremony with myself just started becoming such a way of life. And when it came to, you know, really being with how do I want to support people in this? Yes, we can geek out about it all day. I have podcasts. I love talking about all this stuff all the time. And also, I can't deny that the most powerful thing is sitting with myself and that that's true for every other person. We don't think we know until we sit down and we realize we do know all the things that we have questions for. And so... Sanctuary of She, I wanted it to become a place where once a week we came together, yes, together as a community, but in that space, in our ceremony, the first 45 minutes of that are in stillness. And for a lot of people, this is a huge concept because even like 10 minutes of meditation is a huge concept. And I love it because it takes the mind about 15, 20 minutes to really drop into the point where the brain waves change. And you can actually experience your intuition coming online, your higher self coming online, the energy of the earth coming online, all of these pieces. And you start having your own plant medicine ceremony with yourself. And yes, the plant medicines in the past helped me understand what that terrain looked and felt like. But now I can get there on my own. 
And so I wanted this ceremony piece to be the forefront of what I, what I brought out and what I stood for, because I think it's, it's literally a gateway to everything, to all of our knowings. Oh, tea ceremonies. This is something that you introduced me to for the first time uh, when we were in Costa Rica last January. And I know it's been a monumental part of your integration of ceremony into your life. You were like the biggest tea ceremony advocate. And I think it's a like tea ceremony could be a beautiful integration practice for those who are microdosing in this community and getting all these insights, right? But the challenge is how do we drop them down? Which is what we're talking about here. Tea ceremony is a tool that you've used. You want to talk about that for a moment? Yes. Tea ceremony is so beautiful. I still consider myself such a newbie at it, but I have been working with it for the last couple of years. I practice the Chinese traditional tea ceremony. I learned my teacher was Mariana Rittenhouse on um, Instagram. She grew up in Hong Kong and she is one of the people bringing this beautiful practice mainstream in America right now. And it is just like any other plant medicine that we work with. So tea in, in our culture can just be kind of anything put in hot water, but most of that is not actual tea. Actual tea is one plant and the, le- the way that they repurpose the leaves can make it black tea or white tea or red tea or green tea, but it's not actually working with the plant medicine of tea unless it's tea. So places like Global Tea Hut is a really good place to get that real tea from. Um, but yeah, when I sit with tea, I have my little, next to my desk, I have a little outdoor meditation deck that I have tea ceremony on so many mornings. Um, it's just a beautiful way, same as I'm sure all of you are doing with your microdosing. You know, the intention of praying with the microdose, bringing it, inviting it into your body, and then being in a co-creative gentle space with that, bringing in all of your conscious thoughts, letting the subconscious bring up, having the plant medicine interact with you, and just creating that space to then bring it to your journal, bring it into your weekly intentions, bring it into whatever. And the tea for me and my body feels like a very heart opening experience, which is my favorite state to be in. Um, And so I just love it. I could sit on, I'd say the minimum I sit in tea ceremony is an hour, but I've sat up to five hours before because it's just so yummy, so beautiful. I highly recommend. And it's, it's beautiful too, because it's a moving meditation. It's very meditative, but you're also kind of doing a little bit of things. It's very, very ritualistic. The way you hold the cup, pour the water, do all of the things. It's just, it's very intentional. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned tea is a plant medicine. I was blown away the first time when we sat uh, sat in Zoe's little, I don't even know what that house was, a little tree house. <laughs> and we sat with tea and it was like on it honestly guys it felt like a psychedelic experience with what was the like what was coming through I mean I wasn't fully tripping or anything like that and it was truly just tea but it's crazy and it's this incredible reminder of what happens when you use um these plant medicines with sacred intention and um 
so anyways, it was a tool that I really wanted to bring to your guys's awareness if you weren't already as a way to um, sit too. Because I found too, even just the process with the tea was really nice if just sitting in complete stillness is something that's challenging for you. A lot of people resist that whole, we sit in silence for 45 minutes. Like you, you like that is something that's like, what? You do what for 45 minutes? That's crazy. And the, the tea ceremony is this beautiful, almost feels like a moving meditation, even though we're sitting, but the, the process in itself allows you to go inward without being so distracted from just being in stillness. Um, all right, team. Well, of course I've got like 12 more questions, but, uh, does anyone in here have a burning question that is on the topic of something that we've talked about, or it could be something completely off topic. If you've, I know there's a couple of you who've listened to Katie's pods. If it's anything, uh, further off there, Arun, it looks like you came off mic. So I'll, uh, go ahead and give you the floor. Thanks. Um, I've become really interested in this whole idea of um, energy, energy flows. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a physician, so I, I come from a scientific background. And I've been highly, highly skeptical of this whole sort of way of thinking. And, um, um, I, you know, I've seen, seen it in action, but I've, I've never really believed in it until, you know, I started um, uh, feeling the, the inkling of that through through my plant medicine experience. And so uh, so now I'm keenly uh, interested in, in learning more about this learning, I mean, learning to recognize it within myself and in others. And um, I'm just curious, uh, Katie, you know, what uh, tips you had as far as how to cultivate that that awareness of this uh, of these of these energies. Um, yeah, totally. I love this question. And I love, I love your curiosity about it all. Because I think it's so easy when something seems so foreign to just be like, oh, over there. And your curiosity in itself is already working with it, already playing with it. And so I guess my, my biggest tip that's coming to the top of my mind, my mind right now is just to let yourself have fun with it and not take it too seriously. And just coming down to that fundamental piece of thoughts create things. What I think about, I attract. And you'll start noticing as you do this and you start building this awareness around thinking actually of, because this, this energetic work, it's happening no matter what. So whether you're thinking about what you do want or you're thinking mm -hmm. about what you don't want or where you're at, it's all working. So if you want more of this thing, play with getting more into the energy with focused intention on that thing and just start to create this surrendered open, like, okay, universe, show me. And it will, it's going to start showing up in the wildest ways. And you might not even realize it at first. And then you're going to be like, oh my gosh. And the moment you feel that the first time you're going to be hooked because you're going to be like, oh, let's play. Here we go. And so what really helps me with staying 
focused on what I do want and what I do want more of is I'll create little things around me to be reminders. Like right at my desk, I have my intention for the week and my vision board for the week. Um, sometimes I'll have like a certain crystal that I keep by my bed. So when I see that before, when I go to bed and when I wake up, hold the crystal and it cues me to think about something. Um, even like the phone screen on my phone, uh, just little reminders, because remember that subconscious controls 95% of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. That's our autopilot. So if we want that conscious mind to grow in the direction that we desire, we've got to set ourselves up for success on being able to see them more often and then looking for them to appear. And it might not come in the direct form at first, but what will happen is you'll start to get these little gut nudges or intuitive pulses where you'll be like, I don't know why, but I feel like this is in the direction. Maybe it's a person you meet or a sign that you see or a magazine or whatever. And you, you got to start to follow those pings. And if you can match those two together, so building your focus and then following the pings, you're gonna start to see it coming and playing with just that at first is the perfect way to just jump in. Cause you're already doing it. You're already a master at it. So now it's just doing it in the way that you desire more of. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, that was a phenomenal response to that question, by the way. Um, yeah, that whole concept of it's happening whether you like it or not. So you might as well play with it and play with uh, really embracing thoughts and actions that serve what you desire. Otherwise, I mean, like you said, it's happening regardless. Um, so anyways, that was that context reframe. Uh, I really, really appreciated. Yeah, um, this is, it's like a universal law. It's not just like a hope or a wish. It's a yeah. universal law that the energy we put out, if you think of yourself like a radio station, the energy that you put out is what's coming back to you in every moment. So if you're refining that every day and you're expanding your energy, that's where you really start to become the creator of your reality in a conscious way. Mm. Become the creator of your reality in a conscious way. You just named the title of this recording. <laughs> well, with that said, I have one last question because uh, we got five minutes here. Uh, so Katie, you emphasized a lot the power of meditation and the, or the power of just sitting and sitting in silence and sitting with yourself. What do you say to somebody who says, I, that's really hard for me like sitting still in meditation, like I can do walking meditation really easily and I can listen to music or whatever. I, I, like I, it's something I hear a lot with people who aren't, well, avid meditators uh, tend to be like, it's really hard for me to sit still. What's your response to that? Um, it's, it's hard for everyone at first. It's like running. Like I have hated running my entire life. And in the last couple of months, I've become a runner. I'm like running multiple miles without stopping for the first time in my life. I'm blowing my freaking mind. But I spent decades 
believing running was hard and that I couldn't run and that I didn't really like running. And so it's just day by day. And at first, maybe that does look like it's a walking meditation for you. Um, anything is perfect. Any way that you're bringing intentionality, the goal is just to be in your conscious mind, not in the autopilot. But day by day by day, you'll, you'll realize that sitting still, maybe it's in a chair, maybe it's on the ground, maybe it's laying down, can be the most beneficial because it helps to shut off the external noise even more. And if you're looking for that plant medicine type of experience with yourself, this is really where you create the space where you can start to change the brain waves and go into that space inside. So just trusting that day by day, you know, what's the sweet spot right now where you're like, okay, I can do it and still enjoy it. That's your spot to start with. Maybe that's two minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, and then you build from there. Mm. You know, you say something, and I'm pretty sure you quote it from James Clear. Um, but I hear your voice when I hear it. So I'm going to say, I remember it from you is, uh, identity is repeated beingness and you just sharing that identity shift and what so many people identify themselves as I'm not a meditator. Meditating's hard for me. You saying, run, I'm not a runner. Running's hard for me. But then, like you said, you found that sweet spot of what can, what, what can I do? Can I sit here for three breaths? You know, most people I find can sit there for three breaths. Uh, can I um, run for one minute? Let me own that ground into point A, like as you, as you shared and, um, and then build from, and then build from there. Uh, but we're really grounding into where it is that you are not rushing to where you necessarily desire to be because where you desire to be is coming as long as you repeatedly show up as who it is you desire on the little level or the, the tangible level, at least. Yes, consistency over perfection. Mm -hmm. Identity is something you are sovereign in. You get to decide. That's why being the version of you that's in, a, in his or her highest potential in alignment at that level, walking as your purpose is something that you get to choose. Identity is not what's been placed mm -hmm. on you or what your beliefs are about that you've gathered based on where you've been. It's saying, okay, who am I at that point B, point C? And what are the pieces that I can extract of that that I can instill now and show up over and over and over and over again and build the identity in until one day you wake up and you're that person? That's all it is. Hmm. Here's to that. Um, that did spark one more question. I promise this will be my last question. <laughs> But this is one that I'm just thinking for everyone who's watching this back. And I see so many people come into this community with this intention that I'm just like, okay, this is something that's really important to address. Anyone? No? Okay. We're going for it then. Purpose. I cannot tell you how many people approach this journey with clarity on what's my purpose. And as someone like myself and, and yourself, we've we have chosen and, and not that purpose is like attachment attached to jobs and whatnot, but we have chosen, and you just mentioned purpose is a choice that we can choose to follow or not. We've chosen jobs and I don't even know, I don't really want to call it a job, but the sanctuary of she, for myself, the mentorship that is so intertwined with our overarching purpose in our lives. And I find that people who have jobs that do not feel in alignment, they're like, I want to have a job that's more serving my purpose. 
but I do believe there's this disconnect on what purpose is. What is our purpose and how do we quote unquote find it? Um, so I just love to hear your thoughts around living your purpose and how do we discover it? So I think it goes, this is like the perfect full circle question because that goes back to context. If we are in a place where we're like, okay, I need to know my purpose. I need to achieve X, Y, and Z to feel like I've been in my purpose and I want it to happen in this amount of time. Then you're probably more often than not in a state of what is my purpose? It's not here yet. Why am I here? What am I doing? And so it's expanding the context out to say in this lifetime, will I live a purposeful life? Yes. In this lifetime, will I feel fulfilled at decisions that I've made and experiences that I've had? Yes. So if that's true, then today I can take a deep breath and relax. The portal to it all is today. So that means today, my purpose means being present, being in gratitude, figuring out which pieces of my life I desire for myself in the future that I can begin to ingrain with consistency in the right now tap into those emotions of awe and wonder so that my desire can be this clean frequency of pure excitement and trust but I don't need to know what it's going to look like that's the other thing is sometimes our visions of what we want can be so it's going to look exactly like this and exactly that way and though it can feel good we're actually blocking ourselves because we are a tiny tiny little speck in the power of this huge massive infinite universe so we've got to say, okay, that from where I can say where I stand now is what feels good. So in the now, in the every day, I'm going to show up with consistency in the ways that are leading me in that direction, but I am surrendered to needing to know what it's going to look like or when it's going to show up. And when you can tap into this sweet spot energetically, you are in your purpose because you are living your human life. You are attracting your wildest dreams, but you aren't slowing yourself down by needing to know what exactly it's going to look like and where it's going to come from. So you are literally on this roller coaster of the most magnificent life you could have ever come here for. That's purpose, in my opinion. And then you look back at the end and you say, oh my God, look what I did. Mm. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> that was talk about a full circle answer. Full circle moment. That really hit, I think, almost every point of each tangent, each direction that we went. Um, so way to wrap it up in just the most beautiful bow. Um, Katie, that thank you so, so much for tuning in with us tonight. And um, I know all those who were able to attend can agree, all those who are going to be watching this back. And one thing I want to um, make clear, even though I've, I have shared in your podcast in the community, what's the best way to um, just stay connected to you and stay in your space and your sphere? Um, the Sanctuary of She Instagram is where I'm putting all my energy into right now. It's a very, very new page, but I... My personal Katie Blair account is just very personal now. Sanctuary of She is where all of this energy is going into, and we are just getting started. My context for this space, when it comes to 
women, when it comes to this energy, when it comes to purpose, when it comes to everything is my lifetime. So we are just getting started. And if you want to be a part of it in any way, come over to the Sanctuary of She Instagram or listen to the podcast. Yeah. happy. And that was one thing I wanted to make clear too for you guys is, yeah, you should check out the Sanctuary of She. It is a woman-only community um, right now, uh, but I believe you can trial it out for the first month for free, can't you, Katie? Yes, Code Sanctuary for a free month. It's just $22 a month. It's super low cost. Um, Every Sunday we have ceremony. Every other week we have mastermind sessions just kind of like this. Um, We have quarterly book club all fun things if you want to geek out. And it's basically a space to be in this work in the day to day so that we can reprogram the subconscious and stay focused on the direction that we want to go together in community. Mm -hmm. Bravo. And I am a part of it. So just total heads up or transparency. Like I cannot say enough good things about it. Um, it, I've started to tell people it's my church, which I don't know if is... (laughs) I say that too. I love it. Yeah. Our energetic. Yeah, it's my spirit. It's my yeah, my energetic church. I'm like, you go to church every Sunday. I sit with this group of girls in silence by myself, and then we talk about it at the end. <laughs> it's and it's amazing. Um, but uh, and then of course your podcast is absolutely incredible, guys. I think you a lot of us don't need maybe another podcast to listen to, but what I will say, Katie, that you've done the most amazing job is creating this really clear, like you always have the best analogy with a very clear messaging that feels like it is an intention that we can take into the week. Um, And they're just the right amount of time and you tell stories so beautifully. So I also recommend checking out Sanctuary of She podcast if you haven't yet. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.